It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kuda. I'm Evgeny Donskoy. I'm Henry Laksana. I'm Peter Torepko and, and you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. It's another podcast, and this time we're talking about something slightly controversial. In the news, Stefanos Tsitsipas has come out and said he is refusing to get vaccinated uh, unless it becomes mandatory on uh, the ATP tour. And uh, this sort of follows up from a lot of stuff we had at the beginning of COVID, really, with Djokovic, who sort of spoke out against it, but then also will not reveal whether he has had the vaccine or not. Well, it's like this type of thing that I was thinking before the pod when we came on. I was thinking in these, when you have like a trial and something and someone sits there and just says, no comment, (laughs) no comment, they're normally guilty. But uh, it's just one of those strange things. You normally, if you've had it, you're probably going to say, aren't you? But I'm not going to say either way, so don't uh, jump on my back. He may have had it and just doesn't want to say. He wants to keep everyone guessing. But we're here to sort of talk about Pass, and he's been vocal about it, and it's quite brave to come out and actually say it, to be honest. So you've got to give him at least credit for saying, I'm playing by the rules. The rules say I don't have to have the vaccine to play, so that's that's what he's doing. And I don't know. Then are we going to discuss whether we think it's actually the right decision or not? Mate, you can give him credit to the cows come home. I'm not giving him no credit at all. I think it's irresponsible. Um, we've already spoke about Djokovic. I know you're saying he's not exactly said he's not taking it, but he's already come out and vocalised in April. Um, if it is to become mandatory, he'd be very annoyed with it. He's someone who's opposed to most vaccines in general, doesn't like it. Um, and I think now with the scientific advancements and what we know, to not have a vaccine, you have to be borderline stupid. Um, I know people are saying, oh, they're pumping all these things into your body. You don't know what's in it. They've just about made them. 
there's been a lot of money been pushed into this. We've had the smartest people in the world, a lot smarter than all of us probably here as well. Well, I'm sure than us and me and you combined. Um, just give them the benefit of the doubt. I think it's worth taking. We've seen the results of having the vaccine. Just have them. But I don't want to make this too much of that kind of podcast. Unfortunately, I think it could become like that. Um, but in regards to tennis, when you've got the world number one in Novak Djokovic making a stance of being very much anti-vax, I just don't think it looks very good for the sport. I think it doesn't look good for young people coming through who look up to Novak Djokovic as their idol. Um, it's just a bit embarrassing. I think there's no there's no real reason not to take it. Um, you can make okay. We've both had the vaccine. What? How do you feel afterwards? You have maybe like a day of some fever um or sometimes right. nothing at all you can have some more adverse effects i know you had an experience when you had yours where someone was quite serious yeah exactly i mean this is the sort of thing you don't know how you're going to react to the vaccine until you have it and that there is a fear that comes into getting but then you've got the same things. fear you don't know how you're going to react if you have covid oh exactly and that's the exact problem like there's probably people out there and probably someone like a city pass you're you're young you're 22 years old you feel as fit as a oh, 23 you're fit as a fiddle you're probably in the least uh range of people who's going to be a chance of actually getting it and not being able to fight it off so that's probably the, th the thought process that goes behind if you get given it and it gives you uh symptoms and you actually become unwell for a spell of time or you get some of the effects of it. Is it worth having? And that's probably where he's come from. Unless it becomes mandatory, he doesn't want to risk adverse effects on his body uh, going into tournaments. And do we look at him or do we look at who's in charge of actually making it mandatory? That's the, that's the question here. Well, I that's going to be a whole another debate. We can talk about that now if you want. But on the subject of should a vaccine be mandatory in tennis for tennis players... Let's think about the sport. Um, there's very few which requires players to be from one side of the world to the other in a week. Um, they're travelling all over, all the yep. continents, moving from country to country, getting plane after plane. And that is the worst way to transmit any kind of disease. It doesn't have to be COVID, any virus, anything. Um, will be passed on faster if you're travelling from place to place. So as a tennis player, I feel like the... Whatever organisations involved in the events, ATP, WTA, they all need to come together, all the bodies, and make one rule for everyone, the fact that you should be vaccinated. This is my opinion. I know a lot of people I've seen in the chat disagree with it. I think it would just help a lot of people. It would reduce the spread massively. Uh, and the thing you've got to remember is what you're doing is you're going to different countries, sometimes some poorer countries who necessarily don't have the uh, facilities like like we do with with different hospitals and and vaccines to start with they go into places with where there's probably large amounts of unvaccinated people which aren't by choice let me add uh not by yeah. choice because they would love to get a vaccine i saw some people on twitter earlier saying uh well that was an example from brazil they're desperate to get a vaccine they're just not able to get one and is it fair on them that say sitsipas goes there to play a challenger it doesn't even have to be Brazil anywhere. And then there's someone there who flies back there. It's, you know how it can spread. It doesn't oh, even have to be someone. He doesn't even need to be in the stadium or even like tennis. Nothing to do with it. Is it fair on him that he should be sort of spread and passed on COVID from someone who's refusing to have it? And I know you can talk about has he actually refused it? He said he would take it if it was mandatory. 
But are you telling me none of these tennis players have been given the opportunity to? Of course oh. they all have. All of them have had the... If they want to have a vaccine, everyone is able to have one if you're a tennis player. Yeah, exactly. And you're sort of... It sort of takes me back to the thing. I, I'm of the stance, obviously, I wouldn't have been vaccinated otherwise, that I think that eventually everybody's probably going to have to get vaccinated. So you're going to... You're just putting off the inevitable, for, for, for my sake. I think... If it is the inevitable, then you should just go and get it done earlier rather than later and get it out of the way. There's, I mean, if there's going to be, maybe it's just the fact that there's this tournament coming up that he doesn't want. Maybe he'll get it after the tournament. You don't know. There's no clarity. It doesn't in seem what like that, though, because we've had plenty of other tournaments during COVID where he could have had it, where he's had like a break period. Yeah. Well, it's difficult to say. Like when people release a statement, things like this on, on Twitter and stuff, and it can be manipulated as well. I, I, for me, I, I would be for the vaccine. I just think that, like you said, you can't can only echo what you've just said and just saying the travel is just the main thing. If you were even just in one country traveling around, it's it's pretty dangerous anyway. But going to all of these other countries, you'd think that you'll be top of the list. And whoever's in charge of the tour and and making ensuring it's safe for everybody. They, there still needs to be something put in place by those people to say, we don't want this spreading. We don't want it on our backs, especially that we're a cause of the spread of COVID. And I think that, that does that lie on the ATP? Does it in, um, lie on the tournament organisers? Who, well, I think it's a combination of everyone. The thing is, we've got this big debate of this, and I'll bring it up because it's an interesting topic. So people are saying the problem is they're trying to force people to take it. No, not this one. (laughs) Wrong one, (laughs) Uh, which is a bit creepy. I can understand all of that side of things as well. But the people who are forcing you to take it, no one's physically forcing you unless you're in sort of healthcare or care homes, which I think Mm. no one can really argue with. Wait one second. Let me turn my phone off. No worries. Um. Sorry, I forgot what I was saying with that, but I wanted to get um, the other thing up. So Um, here we go. Young, healthy people don't need to take the vaccine. So this is the big thing, what people are saying. I'm I'm quite young. Um, I've taken the vaccine. The big thing to take it is right now, with all the variants which happen in the world, by you not taking it, there's a good chance if you're young and healthy, you will be okay. But we've seen recently in the UK, some of these variants are attacking the young people a little bit more. But if you are taking a vaccine, it's protecting you from then spreading it on. So you're not spreading it on. It's still possible because you can still get it, but the the symptoms are less. There's less chance of you passing on the the, the virus. And the fact that if you've then had a vaccine, the effects aren't as bad. So you may, there's no reason not to take one. It's just all it's doing is helping everyone else. And you're limiting the amount of potential variants which we're going to going to see because this virus will just keep mutating in people the longer people aren't vaccinated and the vaccinations are stopping it and uh yeah i totally agree with that i uh, like uh, i've got cam saying long covid can still be brutal and this is something which is a very good point because like you were saying you get vaccinated the symptoms can be less i know i've heard of many people that they still can't smell anything they still can't taste anything they might not have it anymore imagine that oh well i didn't get the vaccine just because oh i just thought i'm young fit and healthy doesn't mean you won't lose your sense of smell for the rest of your life or your sense of taste or there's other things which can be long things and you still fit and healthy but you just have one symptom that just sticks with you for a long period of time wouldn't you like to reduce the possibility of that happening 
And I think that isn't, uh, they don't talk about that sort of side of things enough. They're just saying, oh, everybody has to get vaccinated. Everybody has to, they need to say, what could be the potential things that could happen? Yeah, you could still remain fit and healthy, but you could have a long lasting side effect, uh, even if you recover. And there's people who who are like that, that haven't really recovered fully. And we've been over a year now uh, since they've recovered. So it's a bit worrying in that sort of, in, I'm sure everybody likes to have, I don't know, nice food for the rest of their life or be able to smell for the rest of their life. I'm sure these are very two big senses that they, you'd be lost. Well, they'd be lost. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that side of things for me need to get it over to the to the public and just advise it young people aren't immune to everything it might seem like you are you might seem like you're super fit and healthy and i can understand the fears going into it and trust me i know better than everybody about a fear before getting a vaccine because i had to i witnessed somebody collapse in front of me after having their vaccine and it was i don't know it scared the life out of me but I still went and had it done. Did anything happen to me? No. And the chances are minute. That's that's the reality. Out of that 6 billion people or however many people there are, there's probably going to be 0.01% of people. There's going to be a bad effect, but it's for the greater good, I think. And that's what we're looking at here. If we well, want to ever get rid of it. The chances are you're fully vaccinated. You can still get COVID. A lot of people are still having it. The yes. difference is you might be, you're not going to get hospitalized. There's a high po- exactly. po- there's a high probability you'll be okay with it and you can manage it just like you would a normal cold. Yep. Um, it, it just makes sense. And I think ultimately it's going to become mandatory in tennis. Um, I think I'm pro- I'm fully fully for it. I know it divides so many people. Like yeah. Even in our live chat, a lot of people listening to this there's so many people probably listening to us thinking why are they saying all of this we don't agree with it and you've got other people saying this is brilliant this is exactly what we need to do um i'm just hoping ultimately the tours do the right thing they make sure it's a sense uh mandatory in tennis um we can't dig out sits pass too much because i'm no. sure there's loads of other people and players in the exact same situation but they're not they've not been confident enough to say it but the one thing I would say is I think it's more stupid than anything. Someone who's another idol for many people. There's so many other people, as you see in Greece and other countries, who look at Sitapas as a bit of a god. Um, and they're looking at one of their stars and they're sort of anti, anti-vaccine. anti It's just not a good look. And for people who are very intelligent, I don't doubt, then Sitapas and, and Djokovic, I just don't think it's the right messaging to be giving people. Um, it's sort of scaremongering and creating more of an issue than what we already have. Ultimately, we've seen the stats. If you get vaccinated, it helps everyone out. It helps people who are, who are high risk. It helps your nan and granddad. It helps everyone who's at risk um, and yourself mm. included. So why wouldn't you do it? What's the harms? I agree. I agree with uh, the comments just come in. Surjan as well. Good, good point. This is something that Joe Rogan has echoed many times on his podcast. And he said that the, the news do a terrible thing of not promoting and it's uh, work on your own immunity. Have your vitamins, your C, your B, your zinc, which is a big thing that he was saying as well. And just defend and do exercise. They're not encouraging people saying, oh, yeah, get your exercise up, take your vitamins, all of that type of thing. Where's that been? They've just been saying, get, get, the, get the vaccine. Yeah, what? Yeah. So all the people who are at the worst uh, stages where they could get it, like the people who are overweight, 
that this could be a good opportunity for those people to now lose weight and actually become healthier human beings. Just getting the vaccine doesn't fix that. You know, you're still a, a susceptible to diabetes or, or other things, other problems later in life. This well, could I'm have hoping been... that's one of the positives of this whole coronavirus. People are yeah. now going to be starting taking vaccines. People are going to be a bit more hygienic, like washing their hands. How many yeah. times at work did we see people go to the toilet and not even wash their hands? Hopefully uh, that can happen uh, more because that was disgusting to begin with. Yeah. Um, and there could hopefully be some positive changes with that. Another one is the obesity crisis. How many people are obese in, say, United States and, and even the UK at the moment? Yeah, it's crazy numbers. Hopefully that can reduce as well. And that can be a positive from this whole thing. Because if you're doing the basics, you give yourself a fighting chance. Obviously, these players, they're, they're athletes. You'd, yeah. you'd think they should be okay. They should be able to fight off more than most, better than me and you and, and most other people. Uh, but regardless of that, what you what they need to remember is it's borderline selfish, I would say, because as someone who's traveling all the time, you're going to all of these countries all over the world and you're putting them at risk. People who necessarily don't have access to the same luxuries which you have in healthcare, um, all the other medicines and just general vaccines and things. It's just oh, not fair. Yeah. And if they don't want to think it's about... Selfish. Well, if they don't want to think about other people, then they should really think maybe I am one of the people that will be affected if I catch it. Because if if you're not worried about other people and you're selfish and don't care about if you're spreading it, at least think you could be one of these people that catches it and gets it very badly. And it yeah. happens to even younger people as well. There's the odd one uh, here and there that still catches it and you might just have that that bad immune system that doesn't cope with it, that could help you. So I just think it's it's silly not to even consider it. And people should be promoting it and just saying, yeah, go. these are the voices uh, of people in the spotlight, in the media, and they could, be, they could be helping the world. It just seems it's like hindering things a little bit. And it's just helping give the voice to the anti-vax people out there who say it's all a conspiracy, say that, Oh, the, the government want to control everybody by vaccinating them. They're probably putting microchips or something into everybody's body. There's, there's going to be tons of people out there with tons of theories of oh, where it's mind control or something. There's always going to be these people out there. But at the end of the day, I think it's going to be a mandatory thing. Everyone's going to have it eventually. And if you don't, you're probably not going to be able to gain access. There's probably going to be passports. There's probably going to be things like yep. this. That's going to prevent you getting to certain countries, going even maybe into shops, maybe yeah. going. There's going to be something like that. If they have to go to that stage, it might do. Well, we saw it in the statistics recently, sort of the number of uh, people who, especially over the Euros when everyone was in the pub, who went to, who had, had to go get hospitalized with COVID. Most of them had never took the jab. And they that, when they was offered it, they didn't want it. And you see them in the hospital bed, more or less giving messages to people saying, I wish I had it. Yeah. And um, it's a bit late then, isn't it? Hopefully, my thoughts with all of them that they pulled through it, but it's just not worth putting yourself in that situation. And it's not even just about yourself. If you think you're healthy, as Omar says, it's not just about you and your body. It's about communal health. It's about controlling the virus and lowering risk and death and mutations. That's the big thing. Well, this is the, remember, we had all of the, the uproar from the adria tour didn't we back uh last year and when we saw everybody suddenly coming down with it 
it's, it's the longer effects that people will have to really think of this not not the direct one oh look there's children there and there's all players there and there's people at the event they all go home to a a grandmother or a, a mother that sees a grandmother or there's there's older people or maybe overweight people in those people's family that have to go into contact with those people and they're the people who are affected you're leaving a trail of destruction really so uh, and it's an invisible one and that's that's why some for some people it can seem like i'm not really doing anything wrong but you are without even knowing it sometimes and that's this is scary times scary times mate yeah, the thing with the whole sitter pass thing, though, um, it's not just him. There's loads of others. It's yeah. a bit stupid that he's sort of admitting how selfish he is in this regard. But there's a lot of other players who who have done the same. Like uh, Some players I really like as well in the fact that you've got, I think, Sabalenka on the women's. Uh, correct me if she's had it now. I think Rublev as well was another name um, who's sort of opposed to it. Um, I'm sure there's plenty more as well, but that's just the ones yeah. we, we're aware of. Um, ultimately, if they do make it mandatory, these players are going to have to do it. Obviously, they have no career. And I think that is probably the best step to take um, just to try and control it. Yeah, well, agreed. I don't know if you want to have a quick look through about what people have said on uh, Twitter because I yeah. know that we could probably talk about this. It's a bit of a uh, dodgy subject, I know, but I thought that we'd at least give you our two cents on it. We're not doctors and we're not uh, nurses. And we don't produce vaccines, so but at least we can tell you our thoughts on it. Uh, that's what we're here for. So this one's from Ben Rothenberg. He came out and said, Sitipas uh, says he has not yet been vaccinated against COVID-19 and would only do so if the vaccination becomes mandatory to compete on tour. Okay, that we've been through that one pretty much. Uh, and then this one's uh, Mary in Morning says, Hey. Steph Sitipas, get vaccinated. Everyone on the tour needs to get vaccinated. It's not about you. It's about every single community that hosts these tournaments, even in their own, or even if their own people don't have access to the vaccine. Yeah, sort of echoing yeah. exactly what you said. And the next one here says, uh, "Yeah, and this is this is the one you were talking about here in Brazil. We're basically begging for vaccines while there's Stefanos Sitipas." who has all the means to get one and he still doesn't. He's, he needs to be called out for this. It's irresponsible and selfish and sad face on the end. And that's uh, from at Super Skyfall. Uh, the last one I've got here is this one. Yeah, and uh, this is from at uh, Omar Kanuk. And this is saying ATP and WTA need to, uh, to step up and make vaccinations mandatory as soon as possible athletes and everyone in this sport are most at risk of covid because of the travel leaving it up to the players to make uh, makes the individuals look bad and makes the organizations look mickey mouse yeah that one's a very good point really the last one the organizations are the people who have to really make the decisions and well a bit i think they're a bit scared to do so they're, they're worried about players dropping out of tournaments we've seen so many dropouts already yeah. They're probably just in fear, players dropping out, less ticket sales, less bums on seats, less money, less media coverage. Well, and, that's uh, another little thing as well, a side thing for the players. How many times have, as say, sort of Coco Goff and the Olympics had to pull out because of COVID and all yeah. these other players, was it Conta, Evans? If they was to, able, I know you can. there's still high possibility you get COVID even if you've been vaccinated. 
but you would limit that up that that possibility by by some percent. If you, if maybe they was vaccinated to begin with, they might may not have contracted it, and then they may have been yeah. able to play these ones and not missed out on prize money or points and their careers. So yeah. I just I don't see any reason why you wouldn't take one. That's the truth. Well, I think it's ultimately it's up to up to the governing body. It's up to the tournaments. And you have to just have to wait to see if there's a statement released from either of them. But I'm guessing there's not going to be anything released before the US Open has, has taken place. That's for sure. They yeah. want to get that one in, done and dusted, and uh, probably full attendance. I'm sure uh, for that event. Um, I know with is it with the qualifying? Is there any attendance at the qualifying for the mm. US Open? No, I don't think so. But we can talk okay. about that maybe tomorrow in another yeah. podcast. I think we'll wrap yeah. this one up. We've got to get back yeah. to work. Just saw the time. Um, it's a podcast which definitely will divide opinion. Um, people are yeah. strong on either side of it. We stand on Game to Love with the fact that we think vaccines are good. We think they will help the world get back to normal, economically, socially, and in every kind of way. So... The smartest people in the world are telling us that. I, I believe them. I trust them. And I think it's the best thing to do. And I think Sitsipas coming out of this makes himself look a little a little stupid and selfish. Um, so hopefully it can all change. Yeah. Well, that's enough from us on vaccines. I'm sure everybody's bored of hearing about them. <laughs> uh, don't forget, guys, if you haven't already, hit the like button on the video. Subscribe if you're new. And uh, join us for, we'll probably try and do some Watch along for Cincinnati this week. Yep. Keep your eye on the channel for those two. See you guys soon. See you later, guys. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.